lift your two hands with me this morning wherever you are hearing the sound of my voice Jesus is in your home today wave those hands to him and bless him thank him for bringing us into the second half of 2020 thank him thank him this is Thanksgiving Sunday if all we do today is just to bless him and thank him it's not enough it's not enough let him know that you are grateful let him know that you are grateful father we bless your name sweet Holy Spirit we welcome you we appreciate your presence in our worship and in our praise today we celebrate you our father you are our keeper our our strengthener our protector we bless you we thank you thank you for the past six months thank you for all the troubled time thank you for lockdown thank you for everything we are grateful for your goodness we are grateful for your goodness if you are grateful this morning uh, wherever you are, if your hands are not busy, if you're not driving, will you lift your two hands with me? All over, anywhere you're joining the service from, from Nigeria, from England, from Europe, from North America, from Canada, from Australia, from South Africa, from, from the UAE, from the Far East, wherever you are today, every city in Nigeria, lift your two hands to him and bless him. Let's sing this song together. Glory be to Jesus. I love you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, your mercy never fails me. Lift your hands to him and bless him. Show him some gratitude today. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, I will sing of the goodness. Sing of his goodness voice. I love your voice. You have led me. You have led me through the fire. Yes, Lord, you've led us through the fire. In darkest night. Even in the darkest of times this year, you have been faithful. Yes, Father, lift your two hands to him. I know you are the Father. We've known you as a Father. We've known you as a friend. Even in isolation, you have Yes, Jesus.
And so, Father, we thank you for your goodness and we thank you for your mercy over every family, over every household, over every individual. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We have come to return uh, praise to you, our worship and our gratitude. We are grateful that we are alive, we are grateful. That we are well, we are grateful. That we are being healed, we are grateful. That we are being healed, we are grateful. We are grateful for provision. We are grateful for life. We bless you. We bless you. And we know you are always with us. So we know the next six months is the song of salvation and rejoicing that will be heard in our homes. We thank you, our Father. Wave those hands to him one more time this morning. Father, we bless your name. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. And we, take, we ask that you, you, you take all the glory today. We bless you, our Father. We bless you, our Father. We bless you, our Father. And before I get into the word this morning, I'd love to pray for anyone who is celebrating birthdays, uh, the, the, uh, anyone celebrating a, a birthday in the month of July. If you're born in the month of July, if it's your wedding anniversary in the month of July, I, 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 I just want to pray for you this morning. If you're celebrating, you know, the anniversary of your business, uh, whatever it is that you're celebrating, you know, ordinarily this is Thanksgiving Sunday and we dance to the front and give God all the praise and we want to just, uh, I just want to uh, say a blessing over everyone celebrating any kind of anniversary in the, the month of July. Will you lift your two hands with me? Father, we thank you for all kinds of anniversaries. We pray for everyone born in the month of July. As people will celebrate birthdays this month, we ask uh, that you give them the blessing of a new beginning. Let something new start in every life. Let grace be made available to everyone joined to this service and everyone that will work this after now all around the world uh, as they celebrate this month, wedding anniversaries, birthdays, where as the heavens open over them, their celebration will not be turned to sorrow. New things will start to happen in their lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we speak your hand of divine preservation over them. In the precious name of Jesus, we thank you for all that you have done in their lives and we ask that you take it to the next level. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we bless you. We give you glory and we give you praise. And in the same vein, uh, 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 I, I want to congratulate all the families who have been blessed uh, with, with children this season. Ordinarily, uh, we, we dedicate children to the Lord uh, in, uh, the, the, the first Sunday of every month. And uh, today, uh, especially if you are uh, within the time zone, West African time zone, uh, 1 p.m. today, we will be dedicating uh, babies to the Lord virtually on Zoom. So every family that's registered before now, we want you to be a part of that. And if you want to register to be a part of that, uh, the details for the registration is being uh, displayed on the screen. You can quickly register and join us on Zoom uh, with a baby and we'll be able to say a blessing over them and dedicate them to the Lord. Praise God. I said, praise the Lord. It's good to have everyone join this service this morning. And I know that the blessing of God is upon you wherever you are right now. Grace is being made available to you in the precious name of Jesus. We're starting a new series of teachings uh, this, this morning uh, that will last us a few weeks to come. And I, I want you to pay attention. Uh, pay attention. Extreme makeover is what we've titled this. Extreme makeover. And I'm starting with these first message which I've titled New Wine Scheme. I'll also take my text uh, from the, the, the book of Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. I'll also take my text from Luke chapter 5. Jesus was speaking there here after he had been asked why his disciples 
did not fast and all that. And he said, you know, they said the disciples of, of John and that of the, those of the Pharisees, uh, they, 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 they fast. But your own disciples, they just love to eat and all that. And Jesus said, you know what, uh, just give them time. Uh, nobody fasts when the, the, the bridegroom is still around. But a time is coming where it will be a new season. Uh, uh, the bridegroom will be taken away from them. And he said, in those days, they will have to stretch they will have to stretch. They will have to fast. Uh, so I read from, from verse 36, and the Bible says, After saying that, Jesus then uh, spoke a parable to them. He said, No one put a piece from a new garment on an old one. Otherwise, the new makes a tear. And also, the piece that was taken out of the new does not match the old. Verse 37, he said, no one put new wine into old wine skin, or else the new wine will bust and the wine skin, will bust the wine skins and spill, and new wine will be, uh, uh, sorry, and the wine skin will be ruined. Verse 38, but new wine must be put in new wine skin. New wine must be put in new wine skin, and both are preserved. No one having drunk old wine immediately desires the new. For it says the old is better. New Living Translation, I believe, says it says the old is just fine. A lot of the time when God is doing a new thing, like he said in the book of Isaiah, remember not the former things or not the things of old, I will do a new thing. When God is doing a new thing, a lot of the time, most people are not able to catch up. They are not able to comprehend or understand that there's a new dispensation. God is doing something new. And here Jesus says, you know, there are times that are seasons. Things happen that signal a new beginning, that signal newness. And he said uh, that newness would demand a new mindset, a new, you know, courage, a new understanding, the way we carry ourselves, the way we behave. He said, uh, the, the, sometimes seasons demand a change on us. And when we want to join the old and the new together, we mess things up. So, uh, uh, as we start out this new teaching series, I want everyone to know that there's a demand on us. Uh, this season, God is looking to pour New wine into new wine skin. The old will no longer cut it. No, the old will no longer cut it. God is looking into pouring new wine into new wine skin. As we have prayed this many months, as we've been in this pandemic, the heavens are open. God is pouring out new things. He's a God of mercy. New things, new ideas, new, new, you know, new initiatives, different things that he wants to do. God has an agenda for this time. All that our world has gone through is not in vain. It's such that the world may come closer to God's divine agenda and move into God's prophetic calendar. And God is looking for people to use. God is looking for people to use. But it will take an extreme makeover for you to be able to fall in line. For you to be able to fall in line. So the old wine is what brought us where we are, but it cannot take us to where we are going. It can't take us to where we are going. The whole thinking is what brought you to where you are, but it may not be, you know, it may not be in line with new normal. It cannot take us to where we are going. New wine is, uh, signifies completely new product or completely new product. 
It's a completely new product. When we talk about new wine, uh, it's a completely new product, a new idea. So are you ready to take a radical message or go on a radical mission for God this season? Are you ready to comprehend something new that God is doing? New wine is completely new packaging or new wine skin is completely new packaging. Just like new wine is completely new product, new wine skin is completely new packaging. You have to be willing to be a different kind of vessel to be able to participate in what God is doing. You know, in Jesus' days and in the Bible days, when Jesus was talking about new wine, new wine skin, they didn't have bottles like we, 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 we have today. Glass bottles and plastic bottles are offshoots of new technologies that have, you know, come up since then. Those days, they used to use skins to store those drinks. And, uh, you know, wine ferments. So what happens is that when the wine is fermenting, the, the skin starts to shrink. So uh, when you are finished with the old wine, then you have an old wine skin. It has shrunk. It's not really the way it used to be. But because they want to use it over and again, what they do is to spread it, you know, beat it, you know, brush it out with all kinds of tools, stretch it out properly. So after you have used it once or twice, what then happens is that the skin, uh, you know, becomes very fickle. The strength has dissipated because of all the beating and the stretching and all that. Then when you put a new wine into that wine skin, what happens because the, the skin is now becoming brittle, it can break easily. And then the wine is wasted, even the wine skin is ruined. You can't use it for anything again. That's what Jesus was trying to describe here. And that's why when you then have new wine, after a wine skin has been battered, beaten, and stretched, you, 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 if you are not a waster, you will not put new wine in old wine skin because the old wine skin will not be able to take the new wine. So new wine skin looks different. You know, uh, it's a different way of, of thinking. It's a different way of accommodating what is going on. And this season, many people are struggling, struggling with a lot of things going on. Uh, uh, people are struggling with working from home. People are struggling with homeschooling, struggling with all kinds of things. Some of these things have come to stay. Some uh, will still shift back into the traditional way of doing stuff. People are struggling with getting things done on digital platforms. You know, uh, and these are new things that have been released upon our world. They've been there before, but we, we, we seem to have been pushed into embracing these things uh, against our will. And what God is asking for this season is that we shift in our mind, not just in the physical. I just use those things as examples. The, things, the shift that we're experiencing right now is far deeper than that. So if you refuse to change, you can become obsolete. If you have anybody watching with you this morning, I need to help me tell them. He said, if you refuse to change, you can become obsolete. Whatever time it is where you are right now, if anyone is watching with you, let them know that if you refuse to change, you can become obsolete. You can become obsolete. Heaven has a new syllabus, a new marking scheme. Are you up to date? <laughs> it's a new syllabus. You know, you can't write an exam, uh, uh, exam that was set in 2010, in 2020, and they have changed the syllabus. By implication, when syllabus changes, marking scheme will change. <laughs> How we measure success in our world today is going to change. The syllabus is changing. The marking scheme is changing. Heaven has a new syllabus. You, you must know by implication there's a new marking scheme. 
How, I mean, are you up to date in the things that heaven is doing this season? Uh, uh, and, you know, the scripture says God's mercies are new every morning. And because his mercies are new every morning, then God releases grace. He, he releases mercy uh, to prod us in the right direction, to prepare us, to help us to be able to align God's compassion are new every morning. God's faithfulness, new every morning. New every morning. So the, 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 the life God has given us is an adventure, a journey, a race that we are running. And he knows that there will be need for signposts on the journey of life. So he's always there to prod us to say, look, take a, take, take a look at that. that. That thing is saying there's a detour ahead. Or this one is saying there's a bend right ahead there. So if you have been conversant with the word of God this season, if you have been spending time in God's word, a lot of the things that would take the word by storm, by surprise, that would cause disruption in business and in, in career, that would throw some people out of the game. Those kind of things this season uh, may not, will not be able to take you by surprise if and only if you understand that our God is always with us. He said, lo, I'm with you even to the end of the age. That's what he said. And the understanding of his divine presence must do something to us. What he should do is that he should help us to be able to seek for his mercy, for his grace on a consistent basis. That's why I'm preaching this message this morning. We have to seek for his mercy, seek for his grace. So he didn't say that he will be with us until things get rough. He didn't say that he will be with us until we miss it. No. He didn't say that he will be with us. I mean, he, he, what he said is that he will be with us always, even to the end of the age. So sometimes we miss it, but he wants a cost correction. He wants us to cost correct. You know, when, when you're driving with GPS, you know, or, or Google map, or, uh, you know, uh, and you miss it, uh, you can, it can help you redirect your route. God is doing that this season, and I pray for someone here today who is on the wrong track, who is on the wrong lane uh, on your way to destiny. I pray for you today that my God will help you to reroute this season in the name of the Lord Jesus. He will put you on the right path in the name of the Lord Jesus. He will quicken your mind and quicken your spirit to pick divine signals. This season, you will not be stranded. Can I get a big amen to that? I declare it again, you will not be stranded. This season, in the name of Jesus, the wisdom of God will be made available to you to guide you through this season, in the name of Jesus. But one thing is certain, we cannot afford to be recalcitrant. We cannot afford to focus on tradition. We cannot afford traditional thinking this season. If not, we may be left behind. So the problem is not God abandoning us. The problem is us facing, failing to access. That's the word. Failing to access is new, ever new mercy, compassion, and faithfulness. By just becoming complacent with the things that we have been used to. Because when we become complacent with the things that we have been used to, we run short of grace for the new things. We run short of grace for new packaging, new mindset, for a makeover. Because God celebrates all through the scriptures. The scriptures repeat with God celebrating newness. Newness. He delights in renewing us from our innermost being, inside out. That's what he does. That's what he does. He delights in that. Glory be to Jesus. Father, we thank you. 
Uh, I mean, uh, 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 with the remaining time that I have this morning, I, I want to talk about a few people and perhaps maybe even use contemporary organizations for us to understand what I'm talking about these people. A few people who had, you know, access to God's mercy in order to put the past behind them and step into the new, which is what God is demanding of us this season. And in doing so, what happened to them was that they saw the end of God redirecting them, changing things in their lives. And before you know it, you know, a lot of the time, such people then look like, you know, global champions just because they enjoyed grace for redirection. I'm going to talk about Peter and the encounter that he had in the book of Acts chapter 10 and how that redirected the church, the early church, to be able to focus on what God had in mind. We can also talk about, you know, the Pharisees, they missed it completely. <laughs> they missed it. Uh, the people in Jesus' days, they missed it. You know, in, in Mark chapter 6, when you read from verse 3 to 4, Mark chapter 6, verse 3 to 4, you, you, you hear them saying something like, is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, <laughs> and the brother of James, and Judas, and Simon, and, <laughs> and not his sisters here with us, so they were offended at him, the scripture says. And Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his own country and among his own relatives and in his own household, in his own house. So that's what happened. When you are so used to uh, something and you're so complacent about it, you cannot pick signals about the new things happening. Jesus stepped into the fullness of the call of God upon his life as a, the, the Messiah of the world. And some people are still calling him, oh, he's just Jesus, the brother of James. Things are shifting around them, but they're not recognizing it. Things are shifting around them, but they're not recognizing it. That will not be your portion this season in the precious name of Jesus. Uh, a while ago, many months ago, uh, maybe early last year or so, I was sitting in church once and I, I was talking about some companies, especially in, in the U.S., who missed it like that? I mean, the story, for instance, of uh, companies like Kodak, or, or you know, uh, Kodak was, was, was a giant in chemical imaging, producing images to, you know, take uh, uh, negative into the dark room. You know, all those, those days we used to buy film, and then we put it in the camera, and, you know, Kodak was, you know, film king. You buy Kodak film, you get very good quality imagery when you, when you take the picture. Uh, but what it didn't do was to take a, a, a leap from a chemical imaging to digital imaging. And they were left behind. Because who, who should have championed uh, a digital camera than Kodak? <laughs> you, can, you can imagine. Making billions of, of dollars from chemical imaging. But they thought that's how the world will remain forever. And go on and on. I mean, just giving examples of contemporary businesses who miss it. Individuals also miss it. Uh, when you cannot read the signs of time and allow the Holy Spirit to help you renew your mind. Something is happening. As we go into the second half of this year, your mind will not be obsolete. In the name of the Lord Jesus, grace comes upon you for new thoughts. You know, in Isaiah 55, he said, my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts. As the heavens are high above the earth, so are my ways above your ways and my thoughts above your thoughts. Uh, when we, but when we come into fellowship with Jehovah, when we spend time in his presence, when we meditate on the word of God, that distance is shortened. Then his thoughts become our thoughts. Then his ways become our ways. 
Who should I think like this season? If not God, the creator of the hands of the house, the one who knows all things, the omniscient God, all-knowing, the one who knows what will happen in this decade as we go ahead, the one who has the next six months of this year in his hands. But you see, when you allow fear and trepidation and anxiety to be the order of the day in your life, you lose sight of the fact that there's somebody who is in control, who is speaking over your destiny. And the fact that you are not hearing does not mean he's not speaking. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Uh, uh, you know, I've told the story of, of my research about blockbusters uh, many, uh, uh, a few years ago, also in church. How at a point, uh, in fact, this was what, what, what I read to, to, in that message, and, and I want to read it again because it's also very, very good for this time. For all the business people, listen to me this morning. Everyone in career, everyone in authority who is supposed to take uh, decisions that will affect other people's lives. This is a season uh, for you to get closer to God so you can take accurate decisions. If you lead an, uh, an organization, you lead a, a church, you lead an industry, you, you lead a, a small business, a medium-sized business, your decisions affect all the people. You shouldn't be caught napping with negative and bad decisions this season. The Holy Spirit wants to lead you. He wants to guide you. Glory be to Jesus. Because the decision that a CEO takes, the decision that a manager takes, affects everyone under them. People lose their jobs just because some people were caught napping when they were supposed to be getting signals from heaven. People who are not connected to God can make such mistakes. In fact, what happens a lot of the time is that even people that are not connected with God, they are able to read, uh, they are able to forecast, they are able to leverage research. But sometimes Christians are so complacent, you are not leveraging the Holy Ghost, you are not doing your homework on the other side too. And then before you know it, something happens and throws you off balance. That will not be your portion this season. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, let me read this. Blockbuster video had 9,000 stores. And 60,000 employees and 5.9 billion, almost $6 billion in revenue at the peak of 2004, just 16 years ago. At the peak of 2004, 9,000 stores all around North America, uh, 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 almost six, $6 billion in revenue and 60,000 human beings that work for that company, Blockbusters. Then the installation of cable Modem made streaming video possible. Then Blockbuster filed for bankruptcy protection on September 23, 2010. Six years down the line, a company that in 20, 2004 was making almost $6 billion in annual revenue with 9,000 stores, 60,000 employees, six years down the line. Ladies and gentlemen, technology is a freight, a, a freight train, a moving train that doesn't care who is standing on the, its tracks. It can knock down any organization, notwithstanding the, you know, the strength of the organization, if the leaders will not be circumspect for the season. And that's why I'm speaking to you this morning. This is a time that you allow the Holy Spirit to do a makeover on your mind, if he has to. This is a time that you allow the Holy Spirit to renew you from inside out. Because there's something that's happening right now. New wine is being poured out and you need a new wine skin if you will come into divine alignment. If you come into divine alignment, that's why you need to take distractions away. I'm getting into it in a bit. You need to take distractions away so that you can focus on what God is doing. 
If you participated in the Accelerate Prayer Conference, this is not a time to slip back into prayerlessness or slip back into just living anyhow. This is a time to get into a prayer community, get into our small groups where we have prayer communities that are starting in our small groups, praying, you know, and joining the faith together virtually for people all around the world. This is the time for you to get into that, get into a small group, get into something that keeps you. The Bible says iron sharpens iron and the brother will sharpen the countenance of his friend. This is not a time to walk alone. Walking alone, you may be left behind. May you not be left behind in the name of Jesus. So like I said, technology is like a freight train. It doesn't care who is standing on its tracks. Blockbusters turn down the opportunity to acquire a little DVD mailing company called Netflix. As of 2004, around about that time, Netflix, or just before that time, Netflix was, uh, uh, they were mailing DVD, you know, Blockbusters, you go and you hire. They were mailing. They were, so they, they, they were more open to technology, I, I guess. The moment the internet modem got into homes and people can, could, could stream broad, broadband, they just jumped on it immediately. But Blockbusters turned down the opportunity to buy that company in, in, for $50 million in year 2000. $50 million is just a fraction of their annual income. But they turned it down. Buy Netflix then. So let, let, let me learn this. When <laughs> that, that price represented, you know, its revenue for just three days. They were making $50 million just in three days. That's blockbusters. And they turned it down. Uh, uh, they could have paid that um, and they could have bought Netflix. Now, you need, to, you need to know this. Netflix market value now stands at close to $40 billion. Close to 40 billion as of today, Netflix, if not more. Because when I wrote this, this was a few years ago, and as a few years ago, it was about 35 billion. I know it, it, it will have gone up, you know. So you need to understand this. When we move with the speed of the Holy Ghost, especially as believers, when we allow God to bring upon our heart, what it does is that it takes us ahead. It takes us ahead. It helps us to run ahead of what is going on so that we can align. You will not be left behind this season. Uh, can I get a better amen to that somebody? Glory be to Jesus. So uh, the, the strategies are changing. The strategies are changing. I mean, for instance, one of the things I've been t talking to our leaders, and I'm going to be talking uh, to a lot of uh, uh, our leaders this season, is that the strategy is changing. We are moving from aggregation to penetration. This season has taught us, one of the things we've learned this season is that we need to focus more on penetration rather than aggregation. And it works both for church and for business as well. Especially a lot of businesses that require people coming together. As long as social distancing stays with us, which you and I may not have control over, <laughs> we have to move from aggregation to penetration. We have uh, to, to take things to where people are. We have to be like Netflix, <laughs> that instead of aggregation, people come in to borrow, uh, you know, to take it to them on their phone, take it to them in their homes, take it to them on the road, take it to them in their car. That is penetration. Because Jesus said, the kingdom of God is like a man put 
a yeast in a dough. And he said that yeast consumes the entire dough and <laughs> a little leaven levels the whole lump. Yeah, that's, 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 that, that's how he described the kingdom. So for us as believers, we must have that mindset. We are supposed to impact lives. Fine, when we have the opportunity, we'll aggregate. But really the truth is that church begins on Monday. We only come together on Sunday to celebrate our wins and the faithfulness of God. But we go out on Monday. That's when we do church. That's when we're touching lives. Go into the world and penetrate. You are the light of the world, not the light of the church. The metaphor that Christ used for you and I is light and salt. Both of them don't aggregate, they penetrate. <laughs> yeah. Both light and salt. Have you seen light before? I just stay in one place like a bubble. And they say it's light, it's light. See how the sun is hanging there but penetrates and brings light when it comes out. It's penetration. And we are the light of the world. We are the salt of the heart. We are for penetration, not essentially aggregation. Yeah. When we aggregate, we aggregate for the purpose of penetration. One of the mistakes that we've made in time past is that we aggregate just for aggregation. And we count ourselves and we're happy with ourselves. Yeah. But we don't know that we're supposed to aggregate for penetration. Glory be to Jesus. So it's time for us to embrace new mindset. To, to move away from exploitation to exploration. That's another thing I want to put out. From explo exploitation to exploration. The exploitation mindset is like the old wineskin mindset. You keep exploring that wineskin until it tears in your hand. Because you stretch it, you clean it, you brush it, you do everything... And then the wine skin starts to, you know, become very fickle in your hand. That's exploitation. There are more wine skins out there. <laughs> That's exploration. When you go, you go, you go out there. And Jesus said, go into the world. You start from Jerusalem to Judea, uh, to Samaria, to the uttermost part of the world. That's penetration. That's penetration. And we've seen this season that embracing technology uh, not being uh, uh, technophobia, but being, uh, uh, if I can put it that way, technophilia, which is you love technology. It will position you uh, to get on what can penetrate further. Glory be to Jesus. I said, glory be to Jesus. I decree this season, again, you will not be left behind. In the name of the Lord Jesus. So to be or to become a new wineskin, you need a radical mind renewer. Funny enough, I preached this at the What Night service this year. On the 31st of December, 2019. If you have the message, uh, go, go, go look for it on YouTube. The whole service of the What Night service is still there. I went to check it a few days ago. And I said, God was talking to us about all these things. Because I remember talking about a radical mind shift. That this year, uh, God is going to request from us or desire of us radical mind shift. Yeah, radical mind shift. So we're in the middle of it right now, of that demand right now. We're in the middle of it right now. Radical mind shift, radical mind renewal. Like what happened uh, to uh, the apostle Peter in Acts chapter 10, like I said, when you read from verse 12. Acts chapter 10, from verse 12 there, Peter, uh, the Bible says, God brought, uh, so the Bible says uh, in, in verse 12 there, he said, in it were all kinds of four-footed animals of the earth. Wild bees, creeping things. And birds of the hair. All those things that in the law of Moses, God said you must not touch. Now, Peter fell into a trance in this book of Acts chapter 10. 
Because God was about to shift their mindset from only preaching to those, to, to the Jews. To start to preach to the Gentiles also. A dispensation was shifting. But Peter was still standing on. And God wanted to let him know, I'm sending you to the house of Colonius. He's a Gentile. I know that you guys, based on what Jesus was doing when he was alive, uh, I was sent only but to the lordship of the household of, of David. You understand what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's how Jesus was, was going when he was here. But he already told them that the time will come that you will go from Jerusalem, which is predominantly Jewish, to Judea, which is like the cousin of Jerusalem, and then you go to Samaria when Jesus met the woman at the well. This was preached to her. The woman was querying Jesus. Are you not a Jew? Do Jews talk to Samaritans? Jesus said, don't worry. Let's just do this one as a sample of what will come. Because when the Son of Man is glorified and the Holy Ghost is released, there will be no boundary in the preaching of the gospel. There will be a new dispensation that will come upon the people. And this new dispensation was being introduced here as Peter fell into a trance. And God said, a voice came. Verse 13 of Acts chapter 10. Rise, Peter, kill and heed. But this position has changed. You need a new wine skin to be able to accommodate this new wine. And Peter said, not so, Lord, for I've never eaten anything common or unclean. Ladies and gentlemen, it's possible for a old church to miss it. Yeah. That God is speaking and we're not hearing. It's possible for an individual to miss it. It's possible for a bishop. It's possible for an apostle. It's possible for a cardinal. It's possible, you know, for anybody to miss it. Peter was like the head of the church. And he missed it. He missed it. So it's possible for, it's possible for a pastor. It's possible for anybody. It's possible for a president of a country. It's possible for a CEO to miss it. It's possible. It's possible. Peter here said, no. Never eating anything that's uncommon or unclean. That's common or unclean. Uh, and the voice came again. God said, what I have, <laughs> God, what God has cleansed, you must not call common. So even God said, you know what? I knew that that was how it used to be, but I cleansed it. Now, chop, eat. Yeah, I cleansed it, so you eat it now. You eat it. So I, we, here in this part of the world, we say chop, chop. Yeah, that's why I said chop. God said, God was speaking to him in pidgin English. <laughs> Peter, chop. I have cleansed this one. Eat it. It's not what you are used to, but you're going to do it. So you're not used to something this season. This is not a time to excuse yourself away. This is a time to think again. Could it be that God wants me to get used to this? Yeah. Could it be that God wants me to get used to this? That's what I'm talking about today. It's extreme makeover. That's what God is demanding from us this season. Uh, uh, this was done three times, and the Bible says the thing was taken away. From there, Peter got a gist. While he was still wondering... What the vision was about, the people from the house of Colonius, what God wanted to do. God did a quick work and cut it short in righteousness. Quick. They were already knocking at the door. They were saying, look, we're here. God sent us, I mean, Colonius sent us to come and get you, you know, and all that. And because of the interpretation that he had, he was able to follow them. And from there, when he got to the house of Colonius, the Bible says, while Peter was yet speaking, the Holy Ghost fell. So Peter could say, ah, it's not me. I didn't ask the Holy Ghost to follow on them. <laughs> When the other apostles would be accusing him, <laughs> I was just still speaking. The Holy Ghost fell to say, oh God, you are wasting time. You are still trying to play safe. Whether I should be talking to these Jewish people or not, was still trying to play safe. While he was yet speaking, the Holy Ghost fell on all of them. And the rest, like they say, is history. 
a new dispensation came upon them. Can I ask a big question today? What the Jewish people ate and what they still eat is called kosher. Kosher is in line with Judaism, the food that you should eat and you should not eat. What God showed Peter was not kosher. So Peter was struggling. And I need to ask you, what is your kosher? What is kosher to you? Kosher, you know, uh, is, like I said, Jewish food or a premise that satisfied the requirements of the Jewish law. So in, in, in colloquial terms, they say if it's kosher, that means it's genuine or it's legitimate. What is legitimate? What is illegitimate? What is genuine to you? This season may be changing all that. Some people just, you know, they just refuse to do certain things because they just feel that's not the way it's supposed to be. And I need you to understand that God is doing something new in our world, in our world. And it's time to cast down imaginations, to cast down old thoughts. According to 2 Corinthians 10, when you read from verse 4, casting down imaginations and everything that, that you know, that position themselves against the knowledge of God. The word used there uh, about imagination and thought, uh, logismo, which, which in the Greek, it means argument, reasoning, thoughts, computations, or logic. Logic, holding something safely that, uh, that is outdated or out of sync with divine plan. And you hold a thought, something so strongly, but it's against divine plan, it's outdated. And it's time to let go of such because uh, strongholds do two things to people. One is that it keeps people from the knowledge of God. And secondly, it prevents people from obeying the truth, resulting in ignorance and rebellion. That's what strongholds do. So ignorance, even rebellion against God and against his plan, that's what strongholds do. Because it holds people back uh, rebel against authority, rebel against God just because of a stronghold. Something that we're so used to. Something that is so strong in our mind. It's just holding us back. That will not be your portion this season. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I said in the name of the Lord Jesus. So it's time for us to allow God to renew our mind. It's time for an extreme makeover because God wants to do something new in your life, in your family, in your business, this season, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift your two hands to Jesus. I'll continue from here next Sunday. Uh, we'll take it to the next level next Sunday. How God wants you to prepare yourself for a new calling and what is coming upon your life. Because a new calling is coming upon that business. A new calling is coming upon your life, upon your career. There's a new crusade. There's a new thing that God wants to set you up for. But a makeover is necessary first. Like I said, we take it from here next Sunday. But lift your hands to Jesus this morning and just bless him. Just appreciate him. Thank him this time. And just tell him, Lord, I open up my heart to you. I need a new wine skin. I need to process what is going on from your own uh, viewpoint, from your own lenses. I, want, I don't want to use my old goggles. I want a new way, a new perspective, a new understanding. A new understanding, a new perspective to what you are doing this time. Renew me from my innermost being. Will you talk to him? Talk to him today. Renew me from inside out, Father. 
Help me uh, to be open to newness. Help me to be open to new ideas. Help me to be open to new things in my industry at work. Help me to be able to, uh, to be open to new ways of living, new ways of transacting business, new ways by which things are happening, new ideas, new visions. Will you talk to him this morning? Talk to him this morning. Refuse to be left behind this season. Refuse to be left behind this season. Lift your hands to him and say, Father, I submit myself to you afresh this morning. I refuse to be left behind. 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 I embrace newness this season. I embrace newness in line with my area of calling and purpose and destiny. Whatever new thing that you're doing, help me to see it. Help me to embrace it. Let something new start in my life. Glory be to Jesus. Let something new start in my life. Lift your two hands to him and just bless him. Pray in the spirit. Pray in understanding. Or speak to your heart. Speak to your soul. And say align. Align. Just like the psalmist says. Why are you cast down all my soul? Put your hope in God. Will you speak to your soul this morning? Speak to your mind to come alive. Speak agility of mind. In the name of Jesus. Your mind will not be dull this season. Your spirit will not be repressed this season. In the name of Jesus, you will not grieve the Holy Spirit this season. Oh, you will be a friend of God this season. The heavens will be open over you consistently this season. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Come on, somebody pray this, pray this day. Pray right now. Because something new is starting in your life right now. Something new is starting in your life right now. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Can I pray for anyone this morning who is saying, Lord, cast me not away from your presence. Renew a right spirit within me. Somebody who feels like I've been so far away from God. Who feels so far away from God. Somebody who feels I'm not a friend of God right now. I'm so far from him. And my, the prayer of my heart this morning is, Lord, cast me not away from your presence. Because the Bible says the prayer of a sinner is an abomination to God. But the, the desires of the righteous are his delights. Will you, will you be able to say with me this morning, uh, Lord, take my life and let it be consecrated to you. Will you be able to say with me this morning, Lord, I want to dedicate my life to you afresh. Or maybe you've never given your life to Jesus before and you want to say, Lord, I want to give my life to you. And the Bible says, if we confess our sins, it's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from every unrighteousness. And if you say with your mouth, you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. Then you are redeemed. Then you are redeemed. So if you want to say this prayer after me this morning, just figuratively put your hand on your heart. That's the center of your being. Put your hand there right now and say this prayer with me. Wherever you may be right now, at home, at work, on the road, in the train, wherever you may be right now, I just want you to say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I can't save myself. I need a savior. I ask that you forgive me my sins today and cleanse me from every unrighteousness. I receive you today as my Lord and my personal savior. I dedicate my life to you afresh. Have your way in my life. Start something new in me. Let it start from my innermost being until it consumes my soul. I want to think your thoughts. I want to know your ways. I want the benefits of redemption. I want to be your friend. 
your son and your daughter. I want to have a fellowship with your spirit in the name of Jesus. If you just said that prayer with me, I pray for you today that something new starts in your life, that grace be released over you afresh in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' precious name. Can I hear a better amen? If you just said a prayer with me, you gave your life to Jesus Christ, or you rededicated your heart to Jesus as a responsible church, we want to be a part of your spiritual development. If you don't mind, will you uh, look for a link uh, in the chat or, or the comment section if you're on any of our social media platform, if you are watching on any of, our, uh, of the TV channels, uh, 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 you will see uh, 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 information scrolling on the screen, whether it's WhatsApp or email, please email us, send us a message. Let us know that you just made a decision for God. On other platforms, Facebook, YouTube, and all that, we, we have uh, the links that our hosts and hostesses are sending in right now. I want you to click on that link uh, copy, or copy the link out, and then you, you, you can fill a form with which we can connect with you. Uh, we want to connect with you. We want to meet you. We want to send you some materials that will be a blessing to you. And the moment this service is over, we, we, we won't mind for you to join us on a Zoom platform where we can chat you up just for about five to ten minutes, uh, uh, get, you know, get to know you a little bit more and how we can be of help. Perhaps you need prayer. Perhaps you need a counseling. Or perhaps you need a material that we can send to you virtually that will be a blessing to you. This is the time for you to embrace that. Join us on that Zoom call after now. And in the same vein, if it's your first time worshiping with us at the Elevation Church on any of our events, it's also a good opportunity for me to welcome you right now Thank you for, uh, for joining this service uh, this, this, this day. And I want you to know that we also want to hang out with you after now. For all of our first-time guests also, we, we have uh, some gift that we want to give you. If you join us in that same Zoom uh, uh, chat room, we'll be able to connect with you a little better and send you some of the gift that we have for you uh, for being a part of our service today. Thank you very much for joining us. All right, for every other person, I wanted to, the, the, you know, to bring out your communion materials uh, as we pray over the communion today. This communion is dedicated to newness, to new wine skin, new wine and new wine skin. Uh, whatever you have with you at home there, uh, uh, I wanted to bring it out right now. I'm going to pray over the communion element and we're going to trust God this morning. We do this according to the injunction of Christ. He said we should do this in remembrance of him. Uh, uh, so whatever you have with you there, biscuit, bread, wafer, whatever it is, water, juice, you know, uh, uh, soft drink, just, just, just get a drink and let's, let's pray over it. Let's pray over it together. And if you don't have anything with you right there, you can still join us by faith. As I pray, I believe the same grace will rest upon you in the name of Jesus. So our Heavenly Father, we bring... Uh, these elements to you today. We ask for your blessing over whatever your people have out there. This season, we choose to remember that you hung on the cross of Calvary. Your body was broken and your blood uh, uh, was shed for our redemption. We remember the covenant of redemption today. And we decree right now for everyone uh, joined to this service that their bodies are healed in the name of Jesus. Your own body was broken, that our body will no longer be broken. We speak against sickness, disease. We speak against symptoms of COVID-19. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we decree right now we against cancer to dry up to the roots. In the name of Jesus, we speak restoration to minds. We decree mental health illnesses are healed right now. In the name of Jesus, we speak 
concerning someone who has a blood-related disease. As you partake of the blood of Jesus today, we decree that your blood is cleansed and that your body is healed. Be healed in your mind. Be healed in your body. Be healed in your bones in the name of Jesus. Skin diseases healed right now in the name of Jesus. We speak peace to everyone partaking of this communion with us today. And we decree newness in our minds. This season, we make room for new thoughts, new ideas, and grace to embrace them in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you and we praise you. Will you go ahead and partake of the communion with your family right now? And if you are alone, please go ahead and do the same. Do the same right now. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Wave your hands to him and just bless him. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the benefit of being called your own. We thank you for everyone who just made a decision to follow you and to rededicate their life to you today. Give them a true new beginning. Let your peace and your joy pervade and permeate every atmosphere in every heart and in every home. And let your name be glorified. We thank you, Father, and we bless your name. Before we bring this service to a close, I have a few announcements. But before the announcement, will you, uh, uh, we want to give to God today. It's the first Sunday of, of, of uh, the month of July, the first month of the last half of the year. If you've been a part of our Accelerate Prayer Conference, uh, 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 every year we raise uh, a gift of thanksgiving to our God, a gift of sacrifice. We call it Accelerate Seed. If you were not part of it during the conference and you are here to give your accelerate seed, this is a time for you to bring a, a seed of sacrifice to God, of thanksgiving, uh, for seeing you through the last six months and taking you through the next six months of this year. This is not a gift you give under compulsion. You give as you are persuaded of God and you give what you are persuaded as your own sacrifice to give. But I want you to know that if it's coming from your heart to God as worship today, the God that you worship with your seed, we open the heavens over your life and command a fresh blessing in the name of Jesus. So Father, I pray for everyone joining us this morning to give an offering, to give their tithe and to, or to sow a special seed that we call accelerate seed. Let the grace for divine acceleration come upon everyone sowing that seed in the name of Jesus. Let the heavens open over everyone sacrificing to you in tithe and offering. Let grace be released in an unusual dimension. Prove to everyone that you are the God who rules and reigns in the affairs of men and that you have great plans for us this season. Thank you for, for, for nothing missing, nothing broken in every life. Needs are met supernaturally and hand has come to lack in the name of Jesus. Amen. There are many ways we give at the Elevation Church that's been displayed on the screen. If you're watching from outside of the country and you want to give, please use the, the Global Pay platform on the Elevation NG, uh, the 2RG forward slash giving. You can use those cards, MasterCard, Visa card, and all that to give. You can also use it even if you're in country, uh, locally in Nigeria. Uh, and you can also do a wire transfer if you're working from abroad uh, which is the GT Bank platform uh, with, where you have the details of the wire transfer. If you're local to Nigeria as well, on the left hand side of the information uh, uh, picture that you have there, you see the different ways you can give through the three banks that are displayed there. The short code platform, uh, uh, a wire transfer and any other means uh, that is suitable for you this season. God bless you as you give in the precious name of Jesus. So quickly, I want to make uh, uh, a few announcements very quickly. The first one is that just like I explained during the, the teaching, God wants us to keep the prayer fire going. 
all, I mean, through last week, uh, uh, I, I led the morning prayers uh, from Monday to Friday. And our morning prayers will continue Monday to Saturday. It's only on Sunday mornings that we don't have morning prayers. 6 to 7 a.m. West African time. Uh, for the rest of the weeks of this month, I will be leading every Monday. And our uh, senior associates uh, will also be leading every day. I want you to be a part of that uh, prayer community, uh, which is the morning prayers. And let, let, let it become something that you get accustomed to, to wake up early and to pray with other saints. We intercede, we supplicate, and we entreat God to come true for us in every area of life. We pray for our cities, we pray for the church, and we pray for our families. We take prayer requests from everyone joining. You need to be a part of that uh, showers of blessing prayer gathering. I choose to call it every morning, every morning from 6 to 7 a.m. West African time. If you're in other, other climbs, uh, you can look at that time and see how you can arrange yourself to be a part of that prayer. Uh, also, for uh, everyone to know that our, our prayer communities are now being set up in our small groups. So if you're not part of our small groups, currently we have close to 5,000 people in small groups. If you're not part of it, this is the time to join. The small groups are still virtual, just a few uh, that are in physical gathering yet, and you can be a part of it. Uh, just send us an email, uh, uh, at elevationng.org, or use the WhatsApp number that is being showed on the screen and just say small groups. Just WhatsApp small group. We will get in touch to, with you and help you to be a part of a small group. At our small groups, we are currently uh, looking at the curriculum, pleasing God, and we're going to then wire it with prayer this season. You know, a lot of prayer will be going on at our small groups as we send uh, a prayer point to every small group this season so that we can raise the fire of prayer this season. That's what God expects from us. Praise God. I said praise God. Also, uh, next Wednesday, the 8th of July, uh, we'll have a live Wednesday service virtually, uh, and it promises to be a powerful time. I'll be answering questions uh, from the different social media platforms. I'll be praying uh, for people. Uh, um, we'll be talking about uh, uh, I'm enough. We'll be dealing with a sen the sense of inadequacy that has come upon our world this season. And I'm going to be speaking to that subject. We're going to be praying together. I'm going to be taking your, your questions about the sense of inadequacy. So join us uh, in our next service, which will be uh, Wednesday, the 8th of July, 6.30 p.m. West African time. It promises to be a really, really powerful time. When not enough, it's just enough. Uh, you may feel not enough this season, but you're just enough because when the hand of God comes upon you, uh, you become a winner, literally. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of this service today. I look forward to seeing you on Wednesday and on all of our platforms uh, as we uh, take the discussion uh, on when uh, not enough is just enough. Uh, we'll take one or two more announcements and bring the service to a close. Have a fantastic week and uh, enjoy the rest of July. Feel with grace and the mercy of God. Amen. Hello again. We trust you had a wonderful time in God's presence. Our next event will hold on Wednesday by 6.30 p.m. West African time, and it will stream live on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Ensure you follow us or subscribe to our social media channels at Elevation NG so that you can get service alerts when we start. Please join us for our morning prayers every Monday to Saturday from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. West African time on the Zoom app. The link is now displayed on the screen and we would share on our various social media platforms. 
If you would like to connect with other believers in smaller settings, please join one of our online small groups by sending an email to smallgroups at elevationng.org and we will get you matched with new friends with whom you can fellowship. We have been receiving great testimonies from people who are experiencing God's grace even in this season. So please keep the testimonies coming. They encourage our faith. Simply send a mail to testimonies at elevationng.org. If you are trusting God for a testimony, don't lose faith. We pray that we will be reading your testimony very, very soon. If you're joining us from outside Nigeria, please know that we will have repeat broadcasts at times more convenient for you. In addition to our regular broadcast times of 7, 9, and 11 a.m. on Sundays, we will also broadcast at 4 p.m., 7 p.m. on Sundays, and 5 p.m. on Mondays. That way, wherever you are in the world, you can find a time that better fits your schedule. This repeat broadcast will be available on our YouTube page and on our website, onlinechurch.elevationng.org. Finally, during this season, though our church office is still closed, we're still here for you. Simply contact us via email to info at elevationng.org or give us a call on 0700 Elevate, that is 0700-353-8283. May God bless you and keep you and do have a fantastic week. Did you know that we also broadcast our services on TV? That's right. You can save some precious data and watch us on the following channels. First time? Then join us for a five-minute guest chat right after this service live on Zoom. We would love to connect with you and pray for you. All you have to do is simply follow this link. You can always have a beyond the ordinary experience if you place your faith in the supernatural. I'm very glad you have decided to embark on this study we're called Pleasing God. Uh, sometimes we forget that our relationship with God is symbiotic. We can be so laser-focused on getting from God that we forget that we were created for His good pleasure. So, just as we would love to be pleased by Him, by God, He also wants to be pleased by us. Uh, and as, as we go on together in this study, we will learn how to please God.